Nehemiah chapter 1. These are the words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah. In the month of Chislev, in the twentieth year, which I was in the citadel of Susa, Hanani, one of my brothers, arrived with men from Judah. So I questioned them about the remnant of the Jews who had survived the exile, and also about Jerusalem. And they told me, The remnant who survived the exile are there in the province, in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. When I heard these words, I sat down and wept. I mourned for days, fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Then I said, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of loving devotion with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your eyes be open and your ears attentive to hear the prayer that I, your servant, now pray before you day and night for your servants, the Israelites. I confess the sins that we Israelites have committed against you. Both I and my father's house have sinned. We have behaved corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, statutes, and ordinances that you gave your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses when you said, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and keep and practice my commandments, then even if your exiles have been banished to the farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place I've chosen as a dwelling for my name. They are your servants and your people. You redeemed them by your great power and mighty hand. O Lord, may your ear be attentive to my prayer and to the prayers of your servants who delight to revere your name. Give your servant success this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. At that time I was the cupbearer to the king. Chapter 2 Now in the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was set before him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had never been sad in his presence, so the king said to me, Why is your face sad, though you are not ill? This could only be sadness of the heart. I was overwhelmed with fear and replied to the king, May the king live forever. Why should I not be sad when the city where my fathers are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? What is your request? replied the king. So I prayed to the God of heaven and answered the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city where my fathers are buried, so that I may rebuild it. Then the king, with the queen seated beside him, asked me, How long will your journey take, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set a time. I also said to him, If it pleases the king, may letters be given to me for the governors west of the Euphrates, so that they will grant me safe passage until I reach Judah. And may I have a letter to Asaph, keeper of the king's forest, so that he will give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel to the temple, for the city wall, and for the house I will occupy. And because the gracious hand of my God was upon me, the king granted my request. Then I went to the governors west of the Euphrates and gave them the king's letters. The king had also sent army officers and cavalry with me. But when Sanballat the Heronite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about this, they were deeply disturbed that someone had come to seek the well-being of the Israelites. After I had arrived in Jerusalem and had been there three days, I set out at night with a few men. 
I did not tell anyone what my God had laid on my heart to do for Jerusalem. The only animal with me was the one on which I was riding. So I went out at night through the valley gate toward the well of the serpent and the dung gate, and I inspected the walls of Jerusalem that had been broken down and the gates that had been destroyed by fire. Then I went on to the fountain gate and the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal under me to get through. So I went up the valley by night and inspected the wall. Then I headed back and re-entered through the valley gate. The officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing, for I had not yet told the Jews or priests or nobles or officials or any other workers. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in? Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned down. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, so that we will no longer be a disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God upon me, and what the king had said to me. Let us start rebuilding, they replied, and they set their hands to this good work. But when Sanballat the Heronite, Tobiah the Ammonite official, and Geshem the Arab heard about this, they mocked us and ridiculed us, saying, What is this you are doing? Are you rebelling against the king? So I answered them and said, The God of heaven is the one who will grant us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding, but you have no portion, right, or claim in Jerusalem. Chapter 3 At the Sheep Gate, Eliashib the high priest and his fellow priests began rebuilding. They dedicated it and installed its doors. After building as far as the Tower of the Hundred and the Tower of Hananel, they dedicated the wall. The men of Jericho built next to Eliashib, and Zakur, son of Imri, built next to them. The fish gate was rebuilt by the sons of Hesanah. They laid its beams and installed its doors, bolts, and bars. Next to them, Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hazak, made repairs. Next to him, Meshulam, son of Berechiah, the son of Meshezebel, made repairs, and next to him, Zadok, son of Bena, made repairs as well. Next to him, the Tekoites made repairs, but their nobles did not put their shoulders to the work under their supervisors. The Deshana gate was repaired by Jehoiada, son of Peseah, and Meshulam, son of Besadiah. They laid its beams and installed its doors, bolts, and bars. Next to them, repairs were made by Melatiah the Gibeonite, Jadon the Maranathite, and the men of Gibeon and Mizpah, who were under the authority of the governor of the region west of the Euphrates. Next to them, Uziel son of Herahiah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs, and next to him, Hananiah, son of the perfumer, made repairs. They fortified Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Next to them, Raphaiah, son of Hur, ruler of a half-district of Jerusalem, made repairs. Next to him, Jediah, son of Haramath, made repairs across from his house, and next to him, Hattush, son of Hashabaniah, made repairs. Melchijah, son of Haram, and Hashab, son of Pahath-Moab, repaired another section, as well as the tower of the ovens. And next to them, Shalom, son of Halahesh, ruler of the other half-district of Jerusalem, made repairs with the help of his daughters. The valley gate was repaired by Hanan and the residents of Zenoah. They rebuilt it, installed its doors, bolts, and bars, and repaired a thousand cubits of the wall as far as the Dung Gate. The Dung Gate was repaired by Melchijah, son of Rechab, 
ruler of the district of Beth Hecarim. He rebuilt it and installed its doors, bolts, and bars. The fountain gate was repaired by Shelan, son of Kolhaza, ruler of the district of Mizpah. He rebuilt it, roofed it, and installed its doors, bolts, and bars. He also repaired the wall of the pool of Shela near the king's garden as far as the stairs that descend from the city of David. Beyond him, Nehemiah son of Azbuk, ruler of a half-district of Bezur, made repairs up to a point opposite the tombs of David, as far as the artificial pool and the house of the mighty. Next to him, the Levites made repairs under Rahum son of Bani. Next to him, Hashabiah, ruler of a half-district of Kila, made repairs for his district. Next to him, their countrymen made repairs under Benui, son of Henadad, ruler of the other half-district of Kilath. And next to him, Azer, son of Jeshua, ruler of Mizpah, repaired another section opposite the ascent to the armory, near the angle in the wall. Next to him, Baruch, son of Zabai, diligently repaired another section, from the angle to the doorway to the house of Eliashib, the high priest. Next to him, Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hekaz, repaired another section from the doorway of the house of Eliashib to the end of the house. And next to him, the priests from the surrounding area made repairs. Beyond them, Benjamin and Hashub made repairs in front of their house, and next to them, Azariah, son of Messiah, the son of Ananiah, made repairs beside his house. After him, Benui, son of Henadad, repaired another section from the house of Azariah to the angle in the corner. And Bilal, son of Uzai, made repairs opposite the angle in the tower that juts out from the upper palace of the king near the courtyard of the guard. Next to him, Pedaiah, son of Parosh, and the temple servants living on the hill of Ophel, made repairs opposite the water gate toward the east and the tower that juts out. And next to them, the Tekoites repaired another section from a point opposite the great tower that juts out to the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, each of the priests made repairs in front of his own house. Next to them, Zadok, son of Emer, made repairs opposite his house, and next to him, Shemaiah, son of Shechaniah, the guard of the east gate, made repairs. Next to him, Hananiah, son of Shelemiah, as well as Hanun, the sixth son of Zelaph, repaired another section. Next to them, Meshulam, son of Berechiah, made repairs opposite his own quarters. Next to him, Melchijah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and the merchants, opposite the inspection gate, and as far as the upper room above the corner. And between the upper room above the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and merchants made repairs. Chapter 4 Now when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he was furious and filled with indignation. He ridiculed the Jews before his associates and the army of Samaria, saying, What are these feeble Jews doing? Can they restore the wall by themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Can they bring these burnt stones back to life from the mounds of rubble? Then Tobiah the Ammonite, who was beside him, said, If even a fox were to climb up on what they are building, it would break down their wall of stones. Hear us, O God, for we are despised. Turn their scorn back upon their own heads and let them be taken as plunder to a land of captivity. 
Do not cover up their iniquity, or let their sin be blotted out from your sight, for they have provoked the builders. So we rebuilt the wall until all of it was joined together up to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. When Sambalot and Tobiah, together with the Arabs, Ammonites, and Ashdodites, heard that the repair to the walls of Jerusalem was progressing and that the gaps were being closed, they were furious, and all of them conspired to come and fight against Jerusalem and create a hindrance. So we prayed to our God and posted a guard against them day and night. Meanwhile, the people of Judah said, The strength of the laborer fails, and there is so much rubble that we will never be able to rebuild the wall. And our enemies said, Before they know or see a thing, we will come into their midst, kill them, and put an end to the work. At that time the Jews who lived nearby came and told us ten times over, Wherever you turn, they will attack us. So I stationed men behind the lowest sections of the wall at the vulnerable areas. I stationed them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I'd made an inspection, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their scheme and that God had frustrated it, each of us returned to his own work on the wall. And from that day on, half of my servants did the work, while the other half held spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers stationed themselves behind all the people of Judah who were rebuilding the wall. The laborers who carried materials worked with one hand and held a weapon with the other. And each of the builders worked with his sword strapped at his side, but the trumpeter stayed beside me. Then I said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, The work is great and extensive, and we are spread out far from one another along the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the horn, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. So we continued the work, while half of the men held spears from the break of dawn until the stars came out. At that time, I also said to the people, Let every man and his servant spend the night inside Jerusalem, so that they can stand guard by night and work by day. So neither I nor my brothers, nor my servants, nor the guards with me, changed out of our clothes. Each carried his weapon, even to go for water.